Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, one of the drawbacks of apartment life is that there's precious little room to do any gardening. You certainly wouldn't be cultivating your own vegetables there. So a Belfast man living in London came up with a scheme to help people in this situation. It's called Allot Me and it's a kind of an Airbnb for garden space. More recently, it's also started to offer an AI gardening assistant. Conor Gallagher, good afternoon to you. Hi, Sean. Good to be with you. Uh, so how, explain to us how it works. Yeah, so if you have a bit of available garden space that you're not using, you can take a few photos of it. And much like Airbnb, as you described, uh, you upload them to the site and people will get in touch with you. Very much, you know, a lot of young families and people that are living in apartments without any garden space, uh, they'll get in touch with you and they'll create a vegetable plot out of it. Uh, And we have a whole range of plots already on the site from, you know, it could be a back garden, could be a churchyard, could be a commercial space or a bit of unused farmland. So absolutely any bit of unused outdoor space can can make it work. Yeah, and and in part, I suppose all this started because the, the traditional allotment system, what kind of waiting list would there be for that? Well, yeah, look, it started as a, a solution to a problem I faced myself. Like I, I started a little herb and salad garden on, on the balcony and there were allotments a couple of streets away, but the waiting list was, I think, 12 years at the time when oh. I inquired and it can be anything up to 40 years in places like London, but sort of three to 15 years is about the average uh, across the UK and Ireland. So really is a big problem because the, the supply of allotments has gone down by about 70% since their peak sort of post-World War II. Meanwhile, the demand for them is on the steady increase with more and more young people turning to growing their own food for, of course, for mental health reasons, um, for the benefits and sustainability and taking control of their own, you know, their own carbon footprint. And so uh, typically speaking, how does it work in, in the sense of d- d- does a family who might have, you know, a back garden uh, say we're offering this part of it or, or you know, well, what's the kind of negotiation procedure, if you like? Yeah, well, the the key is transparency. So when you're creating a listing on, on the Allot Me website, you'll be asked a series of questions, things like how is it accessed? Is there a side gate? You know, is there a water source available? Is there storage? Um, all those kind of things, you know, what type of space is it? How much of the space is available? Um, as well as how ready it is to be planted and what kind of schedule, you know, somebody could access the space. Do I only want somebody coming around in the evenings and weekends or am I flexible or am I happy to sort of work it out with the other person? So all those things are at the forefront when you're creating the listing. Therefore, when somebody is getting in touch with you, um, they know what to expect. Uh, mm. and, and nine times out of 10, what they'll do is go and have a viewing at the space and discuss with the person, make sure that their expectations are aligned before they commit to the long term. Because of course, when somebody wants to start a vegetable plot, you know, they want to do it for as long as possible because you're putting that investment into the space. Yes, because it's, yeah, it's years. It's not, a, you're not renting it out for a few weeks or anything like that. So, um, and probably, I suppose, ideally, it would be nice if the person renting uh, the plot would have their own access rather than the ringing a doorbell every evening. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think those are oftentimes the most successful sort of plot relationships that we see. But saying that, you know, we we've had reports from our uh, our users, our customers, where they've actually become friends as as a result of you know listing the space to somebody because you you will find you know people are quite like minded, but one will just have less time than the other or be less interested in gardening. So it's great to see those sort of relationships formed. Yeah, how did you actually? draw people's attention to this in in the sense of you know if somebody has a big back garden um it's probably not a thing you'd think of uh, uh, to kind of hire out a bit of it how, how did you attract the people with the land 
Yeah, well, I think, well, very early doors, we were, we were literally wrapping on doors around South London, uh, mm. where I live, and, and just saying, well, look, you've got garden space. Uh, it doesn't look like it's in too much use. You know, have, have you thought about this? And I think more and more so nowadays, uh, people are used to sharing economy platforms. You know, Airbnb is a great example. You know, I think 10 years ago, people would have balked at the idea of letting a stranger into your spare room or stay in your sofa. Whereas now it's common common practice, of course. So I think all those sorts of things, all those platforms, you know, renting out your car parking space, it has certainly helped to pave the way for what we're doing. Of course, the big difference is, you know, those are kind of single transactional relationships, whereas we're, we're building long-term relationships, like I mentioned. Yeah. And what are the rates for, for renting the land or, or can that vary? It, it absolutely varies. And in fact, more than half of the plots uh, on a lot made to date have been listed for free. So people who just, you know, maybe the gardens are a bit overgrown and I think I really don't want to deal with that. I'm happy for somebody to take it over. If they're okay to maintain it, then I'll not charge them anything. Um, of course, you know, plenty of people do want to earn a bit of ex- additional income from it. Um, and so we have anything from sort of £5 per month right up until £100 per month for, for absolutely huge spaces. So it, it really just depends on the space we uh, we tend to advise people if if it's in a more urban setting where space is less available then the prices might be higher if you are in a more suburban setting or in a more rural setting where there is more available space then the, the prices should be adjusted accordingly yeah does anyone get paid in vegetables because that would be my my inclination i must say they absolutely do. And that is oftentimes what the host will, will state in the list and say, look, I'm not going to charge, but throw us a bit of your harvest whenever you get it and I'll be happy. And that's, of course, a win-win situation. Yeah. So I, and a lot of the people who are renting this uh, uh, this land, they're living in apartments, they mightn't always be the most experienced gardeners. Did you find that to be the case? Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, uh, there's uh, research by Board Bia last year that came out and said that the number one barrier that's stopping people from growing their own food is a lack of knowledge or experience, not knowing where to start. So that's very much what we've been looking at over the last sort of six months is how do we, you know, build the tools and the platform to help people become more successful. So just recently, we've launched the range of growing guides. So all of your sorts of Fruit, vegetable, herbs, and salad crops are all um, categorized on the platform. You can get all the key information there. And we've got our AI gardening assistant called Hazel. So you can go on and just have a conversation, say, okay, give me ideas for this. How do I start a compost pile? When can I harvest this? How far apart should I sow my salad seeds? You know, so all all these sort of questions you can get the answers to immediately on on the Allot Me platform now. Right, okay. But but, but say Hazel wouldn't know the pH in your soil or that kind of thing. So presumably there's certain sorts of information you have to give it. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of the time with AI and especially these large language models that you're seeing uh, in recent times, they're best served whenever you can give it great information. So they're only as good as the, the question that you ask it. So, you know, if you're asking a question about your garden, it's good to say sort of where you are in the world, what sort of stuff you're trying to plant, um, you know, what you'd like to get out of it, how much space you might have, and then you'll get a more detailed answer as a result. Where does Hazel get its information from? Yeah, so it's it's built off the basis of OpenAI, which is what uh, generated ChatGPT uh, in the last few months. But what we've done is we've uh, collaborated with that with our own growing guides. So all the growing guides that we've created on the website, we fed all the data that we have gathered 
into these uh, into into Hazel, and it'll give you a sort of much more specific answer related to growing your own food specifically. Right. Okay. And you also sell. Um, you've also developed this kind of pod that that you can use for growing things. You know, if you haven't got land, but inside an apartment. Yeah, that's right. So the grow pod was something that we created actually before the the sort of Airbnb style platform was launched. It was actually during lockdown. It was really a way to connect with the people who are on our waiting list um, while everyone was was locked inside. And so the grow pod, uh, you can buy on our website and uh, it's made of bamboo fiber. So it's super sustainable. And all, all you need is water and sunlight and you get everything else with it. You get your seeds with it so you can grow your own sort of herbs, salads, fruit and veg. All you need is a bit of sun uh, on the on your windowsill or a balcony. Yeah. And as I understand it now, you, you're an architect, but this, you know, running a lot me is now your full time gig. That's right. Yeah, I took the plunge a couple of years ago. Um, really, it was just, you know, seeing how much demand there was for these kind of things uh, and seeing how much, uh, you know, the sort of gardening industry hadn't really caught up with, uh, you know, technological advancements. You know, research last year showed that the number one resource used by grow- uh, by growers was a local garden center still, which is a bit mad when you sort mm-hmm. of compare it to all the other industries out there where information and all these platforms have, have come to the fore to give people, you know, really good access to the tools they need. So that's where I thought, you know, a lot of me really needs to exist in the world. Yeah. Uh, do you have enough time for gardening now? I do, yeah. Less time now. So I, in fact, we now uh, are, are grateful to, to live in a, a flat in London where we do have a big garden. And what we did was whenever we launched the platform, I was host number one. So we actually rented out to, to a local girl who comes around and she, she does the, the vegetable gardening. We, we do it together when I have time, but she takes the harvest away herself. Um, so I like to get out there and help her when I can, when the, when the, when the good weather's around. But obviously I'm, I'm kept busy by a lot of me. Connor, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Connor Gallagher there, founder of Allot Me. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.